0: Listener supported KFUO invite you to listen live to our annual charathon. It's your opportunity to show your support to KFUO. If you can't join us live, please prayerfully consider supporting us by calling 314-996-1518 and asking about our giving levels. You can also click the Give Now button on our webpage. Charathon 2017, April 20th, 21st, and 22nd.
1: You're listening to Faith and Family. I'm Andy Bates. How do you get that valuable work experience? Say you've got the education, but how do you get that valuable work experience that many employers are looking for that, uh, well, that help you be a better employee, better uh, at whatever career you're pursuing? We're going to talk about that today with our friends from Concordia University, Chicago. Thanks to our underwriter, Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting Faith and Family. Find out more about them on our website, kfuo.org. Look for the C-U-W logo in the sponsor section there. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin. Joining me by phone this morning, Micah Middendorf, Director of Student Internships, Concordia University, Chicago. Micah, welcome to Faith and Family. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Tell me about uh, your work at Concordia University, Chicago, and, uh, and and what that means for the students there, the work that you do.
2: Yeah, I've been around Concordia, oh man, almost 10 years now, time, time has certainly flown. Um, I started out as a head men's soccer coach, uh, been an adjunct professor, and now uh, at this point I work in our Office of Career Services uh, as a director of student internships. So, I, I think the best way that I can de- define my time here at Concordia is, I, in all I've done, I've always tried to best serve the students as well as I can. So, now as a director of student internships, I really work with the students, and uh, really do my best to attach an experience and an experiential learning process to their education. So it's not just that they're getting the theory in the classroom, but they can also find ways in which they can use that theory as well.
1: So how would you define internship?
2: You know, the, the word internship these days, it, it's such a synonymous term. So it, it's really kind of this big umbrella term that, uh, encompasses a lot of different opportunities for the students. How I want to define it is I want to, I call it an experiential learning process. Um, and with that, with an internship, I want to sit down with the students and actually come up with specific goals and skills that they want to develop in these situations. A lot of employers will look at it as an internship, oh, it's a way for me to have free labor. They... Uh, you know, we can bring in the student because I don't want to do this type of work or whatnot. And those aren't the types of opportunities that we're looking for. So I'll actually sit down with employers or hiring managers and come up with even a learning contract that, hey, this student wants to learn this skill. How can we make that happen? Um, so there's that educational component. So again, it's not just that they're in a classroom. They're... Uh, listening to a professor teach a certain theory or, or teach a certain concept or they're learning it for a test but they're actually learning how to apply it in a real uh, real-life situation real-world situation
1: so how valuable is that to to the education experience and then we'll talk about how that translates into uh, the, the career world as well but how yeah. how important is that to that the the education that a student receives at a university
2: I I think it's so important, especially in today's day and age where um, the reality of it is that uh, the college degree, it doesn't mean as much as it did maybe uh, 25 years ago, 20 years ago. Even when I was looking for my first job now almost 15 years ago, um, employers don't necessarily look at the education as much as the skills and experience on a resume. I've had a chance to sit down with the hiring managers. Anywhere from big companies like McDonald's or Caterpillar here in Illinois um, to nonprofits and startups. And they look at that experience section on the resume and the skills that are developed. So it's a way for our students to really be intentional with their time at Concordia. And hiring managers want to see how you spend your time in college. because, it, like I said, the college degree, and I don't want to downplay it, the college degree will get you the opportunities and that you might not have had otherwise. But what's going to get you the position are the skills that you learn and the experience that you have on your resume.
1: So speaking broadly, when employers are looking at applications and resumes, what do they see when they're looking at that education, when, when they see a degree on there? What do they see? What does that communicate? Um, That
2: that shows mm -hmm. that you can finish what you start, Um, and it shows that you're willing to learn. You're willing to learn new concepts, and uh, you know sometimes the college degree it does get a little tedious at times, especially our first uh, first year students that they're in uh, classes that don't really relate much to their major. Uh, So it's more the general education courses, Uh, but it tells the manager that they can finish what they start. They're willing to work at it. Um, but then the, the other side of it is that they're going to be competing against, you know, sometimes thousands of other applicants with that same degree. Uh, so it comes down to how do they sell themselves on their resume. Uh, hiring managers, uh, the uh, kind of thought that they have is that they usually look at a resume for about 30 seconds. Uh, so you have about 30 seconds to show exactly who you are on that resume. Uh, so they get a good idea of the skills that you have.
1: So, when uh, an employer is looking at an internship or work experience or hands-on experience, how do they? What does that express on uh, on a resume or an application? What are they looking for? What does that communicate? An internship or work experience?
2: Yeah, I think that the big thing it starts with the conversation that I have with our students when they first come into my office and. I'll, I'll ask them pretty bluntly, I'll, I'll ask them, okay, what do you want to do? And some students will say, well, I want to get this entry level job. That's wonderful. Some students will sit down and say, well, I want in 20 years time, I want to be, I want to have this position. So what I'll do, and I'll try to break down each position and each student to look at the skills that are required to be successful in that position. Um, and from there, what we want to do is find opportunities for them that helps them develop those skills. So then when it, they come to that interview process for that position they want, they can confidently speak about why they can do that position and what they can bring to that company Piece they've already done that. And they've mastered and refined those skills. The so resume, again, it's, uh, you have a very short period of time, you have to make that impression very quickly. Uh, but it's also about what you can bring to the company. So we're trying to develop those skills with the experience, with the, the uh, experiential learning process to make these students as marketable as they can.
1: Are there types of internships that are more common than others? And what's the, the most common internship that, that you see students going after or um, in- enrolled in?
2: Yeah, you know, it depends on the major. Uh, here at Concordia, I mean, we have well over 100 different uh programs, majors that they can uh, be involved in. Um, I think there's a lot of opportunities at, here in Chicago, especially for small startup companies. Uh, and I, from an educational uh, component, I actually love those opportunities because sometimes they're only working with maybe two, three, four other staff. So it's a very hands-on situation. Uh, so they're very hands-on and from the management to the graphic design to the marketing. So they can really start learning a wide variety of skills Uh, when we look at students like say our accounting students um, it's very popular for them to do an internship that we call almost a co-op opportunity where essentially for a semester especially in the spring semester uh, and for students who are on track to be CPAs uh, they'll do uh, almost a semester where they might really scale back their classes, and they almost work full-time in a nine-to-five in different accounting firms, uh, and that also correlates with tax season where we are right now where a lot of those students are looking for, opt- or a lot of the firms are looking for those opportunities. Um, there's a lot of opportunities for our students to get involved in business management, whether it's on a retail side or even the corporate sector. Um, and here in Chicago, we have a lot of opportunities uh, for that field as well. So it, it, it varies, and there's if a student comes in and they don't know what, quite what they want to do, that, that excites me as well because I can give, give them an experience that really helps them narrow down what they want to do. And the worst thing that will happen with an internship is they decide that maybe that's not the field that they want to go into. I'd rather have them figure that out now uh, while they're in college as opposed to after they finish and they've been out in the world for two, three years, where then they have to make a professional decision and uh, decide a, a career path.
1: What is the? Uh, have you ever had any rare requests or really unusual requests for an internship, either from a student or from an employer?
2: You know, it, yeah. Sometimes, um, you know, I, I had a student, one of our art majors, and we have a very good art program here. She wanted to get into glassblowing. and it's a field I know very little about. Um, You know, my my art skills usually looks like a five-year-old stick figure. So um, that's where I had to do a lot of research and make a lot of calls to find the right opportunity for her. Um, And given some time, we were able to find a a small art studio on the north side of Chicago here that um, does glass-blowing classes. So... Um, I made a quick meeting with them. I sat down with uh, their staff and said, this is what my student wants to learn. Uh, They came back and said, well, this is what we need her to do. Uh, So from there, we were able to create an educational learning contract that said that she's going to learn these skills and she's going to help you out this way. So it was kind of let's help each other out. So um, that's really unique, and and I was excited about that one piece. It's, again, like you said, very unique. (laughs)
1: When is the best time for an internship, and uh, or maybe maybe a student experience involves more than one internship? When is the the best time in an education in a college uh, education for a, a student internship?
2: You know, from my perspective, there's there's never anything that says that you can't do it too soon. Um, ideally, what I would like to see is. Um, well, first off, I try to get in front of all of our students in their within their first you know couple weeks of school here um, to talk about the opportunities, talk about the process, and really start getting the internship experience inside of our culture here at Concordia. Uh, so I would like to see first year students do it, you know, students that after their first semester. Uh, but there's also some programs that um, we need to make sure they have a basic theory. You know, we'll, we'll take graphic design where. Uh, we don't recommend our students do internships in a graphic design setting until after their third year. Basically, we want to make sure that they have that base level of theory uh, where our graphic design students, maybe they need desktop publishing or uh, a class in um, Adobe Adobe PhotoWorks or, or what have you. Um, our criminal justice major is the same way where if we want to send a student out in the field in that area, whether it's as a police officer or... Um, as you know, working in uh, one of our county jails here or, or something, uh, they need a base level of theory. Um, so we try to make sure that we get those students in their third year, um, you know, after their second year maybe, sometime during their, their third year in the fall or spring, um, to make sure that we're, they're prepared for it as well. Uh, but some of our field, like our marketing majors, our business majors, our management majors, so some of those students, that uh, that that career field is a little more broad, there's a little more opportunities for them in a lot of different directions and a lot of different directions they can go. Um, I want to encourage those students to get in after their first year. Um, and there's nothing that says that a student can't do three, you know, even four internships. Some of our most successful students that that's graduated that I've seen. In uh, my time here at Concordia in the last 10 years, they've done three internships, four internships. I think I saw a resume uh, one time uh, where a student did five different internships. Uh, and right now she's doing very well for herself. So um, I want to see students do multiple internships uh, at a variety of different locations as well.
1: What did the student that pursued five internships, I believe you said, what did, uh, what was, um... What was the outcome of that that she was seeking? What did she uh, aim to gain from those multiple internships?
2: So she wanted to get, uh, she was one of our communication majors. I believe she was uh, broad communication. She wanted to be a news anchor. Uh, And to do that, uh, a lot of, even the internships, uh, when you're applying for those internships, highly competitive internships where there's only a, a very limited amount of opportunities for you, uh, even the internships ask for previous internship experience, um, you know, even if it's uh, something where they're doing the local radio or their on-campus radio or on-campus uh, TV studio here, they want to see that type of experience. So she wanted to be a news anchor. So what she did, she started networking with a lot of different people in the field and, and asking, you know, what do I have to do to do this? and. Uh, through that network she was able to gain different opportunities where eventually she's worked her way up. I think she's a news anchor in uh, um, southern United States now which is really exciting.
1: So the internship experience not only do they gain skills but it sounds like that also gives the student an opportunity to network and 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 be connected in the industry as well.
2: Absolutely where it gives our students an opportunity to ask questions Um, and really learn. And that's one thing that I want to encourage our students to do is just to be lifelong learners and not to be complacent in in one given field. Um, I had an opportunity to sit down with uh, a a former vice president of uh, McDonald's Corporation. He he has a title that's about 10 10 words long. Um, But he just said the great thing about McDonald's is that there's a culture of uh, wanting to learn. Um, And what I want to encourage our students to do is not to become complacent, continue to ask questions, and continue to develop new skills. Um, Along with the internship experience, like you said earlier, it gives a student an opportunity to really network. Um, And the reality of it, one of the other realities, maybe fortunate or unfortunate, is that it's not always what you know sometimes, but sometimes it's who you know. this uh, individual that, we talked, that I talked about earlier that worked at McDonald's, he had an internship at another company, but through people that knew people, uh, he was able to get a position in McDonald's as a result of his internship that he had in this other company. So it's always unique when you can kind of see that network uh, in play. Uh, and it's always exciting. That's why I tell the students all the time, it, it's uh Get out, meet people in your field, talk to as many people as you can, because you never know who knows that position that you're looking for.
1: So a, a personal connection can be just as valuable about as, as to what you know. Who you know can be just as valuable as what you know about the field, certainly. Exactly,
2: exactly. And we, we try to make sure that um, with different organizations we have on campus that we make sure our alumni stay, to connected, stay connected to those organizations. Say our business clubs. I want to encourage our students as a first year student to get involved in that club so they can start networking with those students that are in their last semester, in their final year. So then, when those students graduate, they already have that base network kind of level that, you know, in three years' time when these students that were freshmen are now seniors, they can reach out to those people that they've been able to connect with and ask those questions and see if there's positions and see what opportunities are are there in their company or other companies that they know. So it's uh, interesting to see that alumni network in, in play as well.
1: Joining us now, Jerry Pinotti, He's the Director of Career Services at Concordia University, Chicago. Jerry, welcome to Faith and Family. Oh, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Glad to have you with us today. Jerry, share with us how Career Services is, uh, how it serves... Uh, the students of Concordia University, how it fits into the, the, the whole picture of education for a college student?
3: Um, well, it does a lot of things that um, that Micah was touching on a few minutes ago. Um, to take what they learn, because things are so evolving and so changing, and it's to, to give them the, this broad-based, baseline, general understanding that You know, you can major in anything from A to Z, but you need to be able to apply what you're learning in the marketplace. And and that can be anything and everything. So what we try to do is to really instill in in students. that, that love, that lifelong learning, like, like Micah was saying, and then for us, I mean, for, for me, it's, it's always to, to really, to under, for them to understand that it's, it's lifelong networking, and it's lifelong keeping your eyes open and seeing what's in, again, in the marketplace. And for students to understand who they're competing with, uh, very often they're competing with themselves um, to say, I need to be the best version of myself um in my given area and that by you know looping with the world um you learn um the skills that are are needed and demand the 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 temperament that's needed there. So we really try to you know to even to take that step back and to say, you know, it isn't so much to say, you know, we help you find your career, we help you find your voice, we help you through any you know, interning and experiential education, you know, and those kinds of things. It, it isn't enough just to say here are some places, but to instill in students why why they need to get out there and and the value and you know and, and a lot a lot of students don't know you know to be honest with you and and at first blush, I mean I've I've been here it'll be nine years, and it's interesting that even from before that, you know sometimes you think maybe. Students aren't, gee, they're just not following through, or they're not, they're not applying things. And, and the fact is, they they kind of don't. It, it, you don't know what you don't know. To be simple about it, and it's so, it's it's up to us to, you know, to, to give them, to instill in them that that it's their voice and it's it's their career, and it's to to really help them tap into, you know, they they have a lot of God given abilities. And a lot of just natural abilities, things that they naturally like to do. And and for us, um, and I, I can't, but I know Micah would feel the same way. Um, I'm thrilled when you know I'll be talking to or working with students, and maybe they're majoring in in one thing and they're pursuing it, and then they'll tell me, but but my real my my passion is something else. Or, you know, I really like, you know, other things. And I say, well, why aren't you? Why don't you, you know, do that? And it's like, well, you know, I, I really, you know, I, I I I don't know how to, I didn't know you can make a career out of things. And sometimes it's, say, like in, in broadcast or people or yeah, uh, in art or, you know, just a lot of things. And it's, you know, and I say, well, let's follow up on that. And once they start to see that, that there is a path for them in something that they're really passionate about. You just, you just feel just the passion and the energy. You just you feel great about it. So, and that's where a lot of, you know, like with the interning, I mean, they get out there and they get experience, and, and you know, we, we see where, it, and it doesn't take much. You know, once they get going and once they see it a little bit, it's incredible then what they'll do going forward.
1: Michael, let's talk about how you find these internship experiences. How do you how do you approach employers uh, to even begin the conversation about internship experience? What are employers looking for? What benefits can they gain from an internship internship experience?
2: I, I think, from an employer standpoint, every almost every company I've talked to, again, from big corporations in downtown Chicago to little startups here in River Forest, is the idea that companies, employers, they want a new voice. And sometimes, I I think I I talked about it earlier, it's the idea of complacency. They might have gotten complacent. They bring this new student in with new ideas, and it's almost a brush of fresh, fresh air where a lot of the employers really want these students to contribute because, uh, you know, the initial, you know, voice and thought of a 20-year-old 20, 20 young adult is, you know, it, it's a new viewpoint for them. Uh, so that, that's what the companies are looking for. And almost every company that we've been able to align ourselves with uh, has really want our students to be involved in the day-to-day and they're willing to give back um, so many people out there, there's so many good people that want to help kind of that next level employee, um, to really maybe take the company to the next level or just be a part in teaching someone a new skill or teaching someone how to be successful in a company.
1: How for some of us, the idea of an internship, you know, speaking of internship, brings to mind this image of an unpaid job in which you get the coffee, you make copies, and do the, the grunt work. What do you say to the, to the student who, who has that idea of what an internship is? Or, uh, we can look at it from the other side, to the employer who thinks this is just a free employee to get the grunt work done. How do you approach that, Micah?
2: yeah first off I, I think that's a big misconception of the term internship in general um and whether or not it, it's a viewpoint that hollywood is probably created with some of the movies that they've had um first off that's not the case a lot of our internships depending on the program uh they need to the students need to complete a certain set of hours whether it's through the semester or through an eight-week period or through the summer um, and usually, you know, give or take a few, uh, few hours here and there, um, it, it's around 150 hours. When you look at an internship over a semester, so over an 18-week uh, semester, it's less than 10 hours a week. Uh, so a lot of our students, they think, oh, an internship, it's a nine-to-five, it's 40 hours, you know, I'm, I'm working. Well, it's essentially adding a part-time job. Um, and I know our students are, a lot of, are very busy, and our students here at Concordia do a lot more with their time than I certainly did when I was in college. Um, but a lot of students can't find when I go through that that it's going to be you know, less than 10 hours a week, or in some weeks in a lot of the companies that we work with, they understand the schedule of the students. So they understand that some of our students might be athletes, some of our students might be involved in different things, or they have a part-time job where they'll they'll work with each student on a case-by-case basis, where if they can only come in and work from 10 until 2, because they have class at 3, or they need to take a break during the day and then they they come back in uh, the companies that that we work with and we try to align ourselves with understand that and are, and are very flexible um, now there are out of the situations where it is a 40-hour work week I talked about the co-op with our accounting majors and the uh, students that are on the track for their CPA uh, where it will be a semester 40-hour work week they're paid like a regular employee they get paid overtime they, they get paid all that um, but The other misconception when, you know, you mentioned the word grunt work, uh, we try to make sure that we keep that educational component attached to any situation that we send our students into. Uh, So a lot of that work is on my end, making sure I talk with the hiring manager or talk with the person that will be supervising to make sure that they touch base and and make sure they touch on all of the educational components that the student is looking to get into. And um, that also requires me to make sure I stay in contact with those students to make sure that it's a good uh, position and good situation for them where they are learning it. Um, you know, because that, that's the important thing. I want to make sure that our students are getting the best experience and make sure that they're getting everything out of that experience as they can.
1: We need to take a quick break. When we come back from that break, we'll learn more about the internship and what an internship is, what that means for students, how that helps students With their first career and future careers. You're listening to Faith and Family on Worldwide KFUO. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute.
2: A group of women in Maine are decked out in bright yellow t-shirts with the letters GRR on them. This stands for Grandmothers for Reproductive Rights, which means they want to keep abortion on demand legal throughout pregnancy. The founder is Judy Carl, whose father, Dr. Clarence Gamble of Procter & Gamble fame, was a good friend and fellow advocate with Margaret Sanger. Sanger was
0: an avowed public supporter of eugenics. People of color, the poor and the disabled were considered weeds to be exterminated. Grandma Carl is carrying on
2: her dad's work by advocating the abortion of grandchildren. If these women want to be helpful, they can assist the many grandparents who mourn the deaths of their grandbabies to abortion instead of creating more anguish.
1: Follow us on Twitter at Life Issues USA and stay informed. More informed than you've ever been.
3: Hi, this is Pastor Mark Azill, the LCMS Director of Campus Ministry and the Chancellor of LCMSU inviting you to
0: join us right here on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. in the Student Union. If you can't make it, Student Union is always available as a podcast at kfuo.org. Learn more about LCMSU at lcmsu.org. And remember,
3: college is tough. You need Jesus. We'll help.
0: Wednesday afternoon at 2 on KFUO.
2: Join Lutheran Immigration and Refugee Service and congregations across the country as we celebrate Refugee Sunday, a time to lift up the gifts that migrants and refugees bring to our country and to reflect on Christ's message to welcome the stranger. Together, we can continue the mission of welcoming, embracing, and empowering newcomers. Visit lirs.org kit to download the Refugee Sunday kit for your congregations, including worship guides, bulletin inserts, videos, and more. lirs.org
1: kit.
0: Concord Matters is a show seeking agreement in Christian confession. I'm Pastor Charles Henriksen, one of the hosts of Concord Matters, heard on Worldwide KFUO each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Central and a
3: repeat on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Central. We take an in-depth look at the Book
0: of Concord with some fine Lutheran theologians. Concord Matters, live on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news.
1: Welcome back to Faith and Family. I'm Andy Bates. Learning about internship, how is it a valuable part of college education and preparing one for a future career? We're talking with Micah Middendorf, Director of Student Internships at Concordia University Chicago and Jerry Panati, Director of Career Services at Concordia University Chicago as well. Learning about this uh, this valuable experience. Uh, Jerry, why is, why is this... The, the vocation the, the career that you've chosen to help students with the the, uh, the choosing a career path and, and, and finding out what all that entails and and uh, this valuable internship experience
3: well in my career path it was um, the thing that that I mentioned earlier was um, about what my passion is and my passion is to help people and I always, I always had a natural proclivity and a natural desire to help others. And in in this setting in particular. And I was, you know, I I'm able to, you know, discuss my background with students like that, um, to again get them to understand what their passion is. And things that I that, said and you'll know. So it's so it's it's what's in you and it's and we talk about vocation and we talk about what's really in your heart and you know, to, to develop that. And that that's, and it, it's so wonderful to, to see them, you know, once they start, they, they don't allow for, you know, what's in their heart. They sometimes they'll look for what's expedient and they'll look for what culture and society and friends and family tell them they should get into or, and, and so it's, it's, you know, that's all well and good, but, you know, and then sometimes they'll have difficulty with that. So, You know, it's to try to take that difficulty away from them and to, you know, it's a very easy thing. Instead of looking for something very specific, you know, start to look at, you know, broad-based things. Are are you good with people? Are you not good with people? Um, Are you good with numbers? Are you good with science? Are you artistic? You know, just any, and then from there you build out to, you know, possible careers, so... It's a, we take that step back and then we go forward.
1: What are the the majors or programs where an internship is required or extremely important?
3: I would say, yeah. Go, oh, go ahead. ahead. Jerry. But, no, go ahead. Uh, business, <laughs> um, history, psychology. Um, you know, realistically, and it's not called technically an, an internship, but um, you know, obviously, in, in education, I mean, I'll. All of the student teaching and observation, I think it's really good in in the church work side of school where, you know, the the kids spend an awful lot of time, you know, doing things and and being and actually seeing, you know, being active in kinds of, you know, settings that they'll be, be going into. So, Mike, can I leave anything out?
2: No, I, I think that's important, especially when I talked about earlier where you're developing that skill set where sometimes a career isn't from point A to point B. I know there's the exceptions that, you know like the, the nursing or accounting students, uh, but sometimes a careers you know A to D, back to B, then maybe you're going all the way into F or, or something like that, where the internship builds a wide variety of skills. And I, I try to encourage our students that you know, and I hear this well, I'm going into this, but I'm kind of interested into this. And I want to encourage those students to do that as well, because what that will tell hiring managers is that those students are willing to get out of their comfort zone and learn something new. And when they get into the interview process, that's one more way where they can help tell their story to, uh, to the hiring manager in the interviewing process. So, and it shows, again, the hiring manager that the student they can learn new things. I can teach them. I can, I can work with them.
1: How does a student go about finding an internship? How do they start that, that process of finding an internship that's going to be uh, the, the helpful for their education and, and helpful for their future career? Micah?
2: Yeah, the the first thing with you know the internship first, I want to encourage them to use their personal network, uh, but also at Concordia, we're part of what's called the ISCPA, which is the Illinois Small College Placement Association. And, and with that... Uh, we've been able to join in with all the other uh, small colleges here in the state of Illinois and create different opportunities. And we have a lot of uh, big companies that uh, will recruit specifically through the ISCEPA. but that also gives us a bigger name to uh, really compete with some of the bigger universities in the area, like maybe a Northwestern or DePaul or some of the bigger names that a lot of these companies might Uh, specifically recruit into because they know they're going to have a large pool of students. So being part of the ISCPA allows us to bring these bigger companies in and recruit uh, with our students because they know that with this organization, they'll get talented students and they'll get a large number of talented students. So it kind of puts us on par with a lot of the the bigger universities around the area.
1: Do you get uh, return um, invitations from employers because they they found something exceptional about concordia student internships
2: absolutely a lot of the feedback i've gotten from the uh the um, when i do my follow-up you know interviews and phone calls with these companies that they're absolutely blown away by our students uh we at concordia we have a, a very talented group of students um and i think part of it is letting our students understand that they are talented that that they're going to Uh, do some really special things once they get out into the workforce. So, um, you know, it's been really unique, and we have companies that will come back and say, okay, we we have two of your students this semester. We want six of them next semester, or we want ten of them, or, you know, we're going to come on campus and we're going to specifically recruit your students because uh, at the end of the day, I think we have a very good, talented pool of students here
3: we you know, we get a lot of a uh, lot of very positive feedback you know and anything that we do involving you know getting people in the workplace um internships of course part time jobs you know any any number of things um and, and we we do it's just overwhelmingly positive that these are really good kids and they have they've got a really good attitude and you know they like and and we do um both Mike and myself anybody here um there's a lot of, we understand we're a small school, so um, there's a lot of communicating back and forth between the employer and ourselves. And th- they like that, you know, to have that, that buffer, if you will, in, in between. That if there's anything that on a bigger Scale needs to be communicated back to the students. They can tell us. Students also understand if they need to communicate something, maybe to the to the company, and they kind of don't know how. They have us to help them do that as well. So, you know, it, it, it's a it's a two way street, and it's just it's been it, it's really really it's a positive situation for us.
1: What about when an internship doesn't go the way the the student expected, or maybe the the way the employer expected? Uh, find out part of the way in, that maybe this just isn't a good match, this isn't a good uh, career field for the student, or this, is, you know, this, uh, this isn't an, an ideal match for the internship?
2: I, I think part of being involved in workforce is getting through those, those experiences and learning how to work through them. Um, I, I use this anecdote sometimes with uh, Bill Gates. Um, he uh, interned as a congressional page. Uh, years later, 20, 25 years later at uh, one of his Senate hearings, I think in the early 2000s, maybe late 90s, um, <clears throat> he he used that anecdote as a way that that internship experience, it made him understand that he didn't want to get into politics. Uh, and I use that analogy all the time because the worst thing that will happen is that the students decide that that's not the right field for them or it doesn't necessarily match up those skills. Uh, so it's a way for them to find that out early, especially those students that might not know exactly which direction they want their career field to go to. Um, so I think part of that is just navigating those situations because not everything professionally is always going to work out how the student wants or how the professional wants. And, and those students need to experience that because it, it'll help them in the interview process. Mm-hmm. And that's one more part of their story that they can tell and and they can use that as a way and how they overcame adversity.
0: What I've always Go ahead,
3: Jerry. No, I just, it's always, to tell you the truth, it's a very positive thing, um, to be honest with you. And it does, it's just like Micah said, I've told kids for years, um, it didn't work out in, in internship A or experience A. That allows you to tell the person at the next place, you know, gee, I, I interned, you know, at company X and you know, it was okay, but I really learned that it wasn't for me. And and it just, it, it really helps them to say, well, that wasn't for me. That helped clarify that something like this might be for me. And I learned it this way. So they we start to, you know, you, you, to teach them how to turn lemons into lemonade. And so that's what, what, what these kind of things do. So, you know, there, there's really no such thing as a bad experience, you know, that if it didn't work out, it didn't work out, but it helps you with the next one. And it's to get kids to be positive and understand that.
1: Are there, are there other things that, that one can learn from an internship, even if it's not something specifically related to the field that, uh, that they think their, their future career path holds? Uh, are there other workplace uh, skills or experiences that a student can gain from an internship that might not even be directly related to their future career? Micah?
2: Yeah, I want to make sure our students get a very well-rounded experience, not just educationally with their different classes that they can take, but also from a professional experience. Um, Because, again, the degree will get you opportunities, but at the end of the day, it's a skill that you can develop. So, um, this weekend we had a visit day on campus and I was talking about different organizations and internships with uh, uh, potential students, and I I was encouraging them to get involved as many organizations as they, as they can. Uh, one student, and I think she was trying to stump me, she said, well, can I, can I join the, the chess club? And my answer in front of the group was, yeah, absolutely. And she's like, well, what if I don't know anything about chess? I would say, and this is how I, I uh, phrased it, is that that's something that you can put on a resume. Or or even talk about in the interview uh, when you're telling your story because that shows that you're able to do something you might not have been confident in or you might not have really grasped, but it's a way where you can develop a new skill. Um, so again, when you're in that interview process and you're telling your story, that's something that you can share and that shows that hiring manager that it, they can teach you and you're willing to learn. You're willing to get out of your comfort zone and learn new skills. So if someone comes to my office and says that, well, I'm in this major, but I'm kind of interested in this, we look at the skills. What skills are you going to learn and how are those going to help you at the next level? And if nothing else, it just adds to your story uh, that you will have at Concordia.
1: How important, uh, Jerry, how important is it for a student to... Uh, to experience different types of work environments. You know, I'm thinking of of my own experience. Uh, I have a, a bachelor's from Concordia University River Forest. Uh, my master's from Concordia University of Chicago, but a bachelor's from Concordia in communication, and, um, it, but also a DCE certificate. So most of my work was in a DCE setting, um, in a parish setting or a camp setting, Prior to coming here, so it was a very small environment, and then coming to uh, to KFUO and the the LCMS International Center, it's a it's a very big. Corporate building, and it's it's not a bad thing, but it was certainly a very different environment than what I had been in before serving in the parish and the camp setting. Were very uh, just smaller uh, work environment, um, you know, working with a, a smaller staff, and so uh, less people to, uh, to to you know to, to have to learn the the interpersonal relationships and how everything works together in that smaller environment. Coming to a bigger setting, um, certainly there were some there there was a learning curve, learning how to work in a, a corporate environment how important is it for for interns to experience a, a variety of um, different work environments
3: Andy that's a that's a great question and it's it's one of the I think it's one of the most important things students get out of an internship or an, any kind of you know I- experiential learning um, experience just like you were saying um, you can we have students from, you know, you have people from big cities who are here. There's people from small towns who are here and experience just what you said. Um, and to me, that's just a big, big thing because I think a, a lot of students, they need that experience more, I think, sometimes as much, if not more, than, you know, the, the things they're working on in the internship. It's that environment. And it's just, it's that learning curve that sometimes you're going to be in very small settings or you're accustomed to small settings. Now you're in a very large setting. And when you're in that small setting, you know, you can, there's a lot of elbow rubbing and talking and spending a lot of time. And uh, and then when you're in a, sometimes in a larger setting, there's a lot less time for that. So you have to, you know, you have to really kind of shorten your communications a bit or learn how to navigate, you know, a, a larger environment. And it just, I think it just helps them exponentially. I really, I'm very passionate about that as much as anything else that they would learn. They learn how to deal with different people and they see that, you know, some people are terrific and some people aren't as terrific. And you learn how to move on from the ones who aren't and you learn how to gravitate towards the ones who are. You learn, you can ask certain people to help you and some people not as much. Some people communicate electronically. They'll send me an email even though they're right next door to you. And others are like, "Oh, please, you know, come on, and let's talk about it." And you have to learn to be very flexible that way. I mean, that, that's that's the reality of of the workplace, of the workforce. So, if you do nothing more than come out of interning and getting experiences and just learning how to, how to be and communicate with people, I we just think that's that that's just as valuable as anything else you're going to learn.
1: Micah, in your work matching students with an internship opportunity uh it's it's not as simple as just oh this student would like an experience in this type of field and here we have an employer that has an internship available uh and so that's it's a done deal the 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 employer i would gather is is treating it much like they would other positions where uh they want to they want to learn more about this and, and perhaps even interview the candidate before offering an internship to someone is that right
2: Yeah, absolutely, and especially when you get into the internships with a lot of the big corporations, uh, especially here in downtown Chicago, take a a BMO Harris internship. They have a summer internship program where I think they have 20 spots. Uh, When I sat down and talked with their uh, director of HR and the person in charge of that process, Uh, They had about 1,500 different resumes to go through for 20 spots. Uh, So some of these positions are going to be highly competitive. And that's just the reality of it. But the, the other side of it is that these students need to have that experience as well. So the first time that they're going through the hiring process or trying to get that job isn't after they graduated, that they've already been through this, that sometimes you might have to put in, 10 different applications or 15 applications to get the one or two opportunities that you're really looking for. And that's what we want to encourage our students to do is that they start the process early. Start it maybe a semester or even two semesters ahead of time. Uh, So then they have uh, plan A, plan B, plan C, and, and so on because... Uh, there's a lot of students that are looking for the same type of opportunities. So sometimes it does get a little, little difficult and it does get frustrating, but the students need to experience it uh, because that's going to be you know, what they're going to see once they do enter the workforce and they, they do leave Concordia. Uh, that's going to be uh, uh, pretty common,
1: Jerry. How do you write that uh, that resume, that uh, complete that application for an internship when you're a student? You really don't have a lot of work experience behind you that you think would really be appealing to an employer. How do you go about writing that resume uh, to get the attention of that employer and get that internship?
3: We have, I we we all have fun working with students with their resumes, and it's basically to get them to understand that even, I've had students who say, I've never held a job. And it's like, okay, terrific. So you've done nothing in 20 years. Oh no. And we talk about the variety of volunteer experiences and things that they've been involved with in their life. And when you sit down and talk to them about that, um, you are really, I mean, even though it's not paid and it's a job, you you have these experiences and you have a pretty wide variety of them. And to be honest with you, that's what a lot of, there's two things I think that employers look for. And I think it's, you know, it's for consistency, you know, in in what what you're interested in. And then I think it's variety. It's just that, you know, how how deep have you gone in in whatever it is? So for students, I like to, you know, I really like to work with people and I'm really good with people. And even though I've, I've not had a job, i've 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 done these all these various things uh in high school and, and and through my through church and just through you know things like that in my community and if you could demonstrate that 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 you have experiences in you know these other things, they like that they see that you're you're a well rounded person you know maybe again you don't have this specific job experience but you you have transferable skills and transferable interests that they can work with so and it it, worked, it usually works out pretty well. But those are the two main
2: things. Michael, yeah, let's... It's a, it's a, go ahead. With uh, students, hiring managers, they want to see the students being intentional with their time in college, that they're uh, really looking for a degree. And they're are not just looking for a degree, but looking for the experiences. So it's you know, different things you can put on a resume is are you involved in different clubs? Or on the next level, have you been a leader in those clubs as well? So it's not just going through the motions, going to class, but using your time here at Concordia, being intentional with your time and really trying to incorporate the idea of being a lifelong learner.
1: Micah, are there circumstances in which it would be appropriate for a student to to seek an internship post-graduation?
2: Yeah, absolutely, especially if they haven't received that job. Again, what we're trying to develop, especially in our office, is the idea that we want to develop skills. So maybe a student graduated and they haven't received the job that they wanted or they haven't received a job in general. That would be a time for them to kind of take a step back, really look at their resume, look at the skills that, that I've talked about a lot, and we find opportunities to develop those skills and develop the experiences make sure that they can make the best version of themselves and be the best you that you can
1: be did uh, did you have an internship experience Micah
2: <laughs> you know what unfortunately I did, did not.
1: not how about uh, you Jerry did you have an internship did did you get to be an intern yes I did what did you learn from your internship experience that was was valuable
3: i I learned about I learned the things that we talked about a second ago, and it was about dealing with people. Um, I was at DePaul University, and I interned in the athletic department actually for two years, and it was just all the different personalities in, in, in that workplace, and it was just, and I learned that everybody kind of goes at their pace, and they have their personality, and you have to learn how to you know, deal with people kind of where they are, and, and that's what I
1: learned. A two-year internship. That's an internship of biblical proportions. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> well, it, it, it sounds like though that you gained something very valuable from it that you've carried with you throughout the, the years of your career as well, and then you hope to pass on to other students as well.
3: Andy, without question.
1: What, uh, Micah? With just about a minute left, uh, what what do we need to know? What have we not covered today on internship that you think is most important for a student to know as they're looking forward to to career or maybe seeking an internship?
2: I, I think the best advice and the one takeaway that I want our students to know is that it's not just the internship, but it's the the experience. Um, And one thing that these students need to know is that they need experience. They need to get out of their comfort zone and to try new things and to learn new skills. Uh, And that's something I definitely want to see ingrained in the culture of Concordia as we move forward is just the idea of not not being afraid to take chances and and not being afraid to try new things and and do new things to, like Jerry said, to make the most well-rounded Uh, student and make them as marketable as we can.
1: My guest today, Micah Middendorf, Director of Student Internships, Concordia University, Chicago. Micah, thanks so much for being my guest. Absolutely. My pleasure. Jerry Panati, Director of Career Services, Concordia University, Chicago. Jerry, thanks so much for spending some time with me on Faith and Family today.
3: Andy, thank you very much.
1: Coming up in just a little bit, Thy Strong Word, right here on the Messenger of Good News. Stick around, study God's Word with Pastor Whedon.